Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Useless Doctors Book Club. My name is Pooja. I'm Sarah. And I'm Harshini. And we are back with episode seven of season four, where we read the book Sign Here by Claudia Lutz. And this was a book that I chose because all I saw was that it says, the first line says, a darkly humorous, surprisingly poignant, and utterly gripping debut novel about a guy who works in hell, literally. And I was like, that seems like an interesting (laughs) enough plot. So I'm like, you know what? We need to read some humor. Um, So that's why I chose it. And I thought it would be funny Sarah, why are you nodding your head? <laughs> I thought it would be funny. I think it missed the mark there, but we can talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I thought it would be funny, so that's why I chose it. But I'm going to hand it off to Sarah to give us a spoiler-free summary um, before she shares her uh, thoughts on the book. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the book follows... Well, there's like two separate storylines, kind of. The one storyline follows Pei, and he's the guy that lives or works, lives and works in hell. And there are like different levels to hell. And in his level, his job is to go out in the human world and get people to sell their souls. And he like, it's like they, they call, I don't even understand how, but they call hell, people from hell, when they're in a time of need, and it's like, I'll sell my soul. Well, yeah, they, they'll essentially sell their soul for whatever they want. <laughs> but, and then and then the people like Pay do what they want and um, collect their souls. So Pay is working towards getting a full set or something. I don't know exactly what it was called, but basically getting everyone from the family. Um, okay, if he gets a full set, that means he can exit hell. Um, and then the other storyline here is the family that he's trying to get. And it just follows all the characters in their family and what's going on in their life alongside what pay is what what's going on pay's life (laughs) anyway that's about all you need to know so let's get into some spoiler free reviews starting with you Harshini cool so I think I would rate this book I just finished it so I hadn't had my usual time to really process honestly I don't usually have a lot of time to process (laughs) Oh, who am I getting? Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go between three and a half and four stars. Um, for now, I wow. There, feel- <laughs> I really doesn't like this book. So now I'm like questioning my rating. No, but I I enjoyed reading this book, even though I had to read it on a time crunch because I felt like the storyline of the family which is like kind of figuring out what happened with this whole murder um, situation. And, you know, there's 
there's kind of like the story and then there's like questioning what actually happened and I don't know if that makes sense but it's fine <laughs> I feel like I enjoyed that those chapters more than the chapters about pay I don't know what it was with pay like I didn't really get attached to him as much because maybe I like read the first few chapters a while before I like continue the book but yeah I think also the this other character Cal who's also working in hell like I I don't know I think the the supposed comedy is supposed to come through all of that which I agree like I didn't really find this book funny but I think yeah like some of those storylines weren't super interesting to me but I did like whenever it switched back to the storyline of the family I liked it though I felt like it didn't it wasn't as exciting by the end like I kind of was like I saw this coming and nothing happened that I was like shocked by so yeah maybe I don't know even with that storyline I didn't like totally love it but I will say that unlike some other books I don't know I think I'm just like I I enjoyed reading this book throughout and I was like interested in reading it so I think that warrants solid writing um what was the other thing oh yeah the chapters are really short which I love and it made me read the book much more quickly but yeah I I don't know after Sarah's thoughts I don't know if I would recommend this to everyone and I I don't think it's like a book that I would think is memorable enough to like be one of the books I would recommend from this podcast in general but in I I would say that if you are looking for I don't know how to <laughs> it's definitely not like a like a funny book if you're like again it wasn't that funny but if you're looking for a different kind of book that is that like presents a story in a unique way and has some of those like murder mystery kind of elements but also has yeah this element of this like different world being like work like working in hell and connecting through that to to this murder mystery I I do think it's a unique plot um and like overall like I, I think people might like it I don't know this is like an eh recommend <laughs> I don't know if I would strongly recommend but yeah anyways Pooja what did you think of this book no this is like the most roundabout way of saying eh <laughs> it was eh <laughs> um but yeah but I think I mean I kind of have a very relatively similar review but not I kind of inverted actually so like I uh I gave this book three stars um and I found it funny though like I found certain parts of it where I was just like this is kind of funny it's like what I really liked about this book is that the author thought a lot about like the concept of hell I think and like tried to like make it kind of 
like I don't know like the way that like there were like certain parts that were like pay or peyote um their main protagonist was like describing certain aspects of hell and it's like oh if you like just like day in day out if you like you know uh the music is like slightly too loud and it's like okay if it's like a little like it's like one or two days but if it's like every single day of your life for like centuries and centuries like you're gonna go crazy and like you're in hell and it's like that's what hell is like <laughs> and like there's like a small like a slight stench in the air that like just really annoys you and it's just like literally like every aspect of like something in your day-to-day -day life that is so annoying but like if it has to exist every single day of your life that would be hell and it's like that's how the author describes it and I just thought like certain little like quirks like that just made it so the author clearly put some time into thinking about those type of things. However, I think this book would have done better if it had a much more simplified storyline because later on in the book, there's like things get like very convoluted and like complex in a way that is not necessary. Like there's like this additional storyline that's added, which we'll probably talk about in the spoiler section, but like that storyline is completely unnecessary and like in my opinion, adds no value to the book other than takes away from the rest of the book and like actually just makes the story harder to follow. And I just found that really annoying. And by the end, I was just like skimming things because I was like, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> like you you started off so well and then you lost my interest. Like I would say 60% of the way through, I was not even paying attention. Um, I liked, uh, I kind of like had this situation where I liked one storyline better than the second one in the beginning. And then that kind of switched over by the end where I was invested in the second one, like the, the mystery storyline that Harshteen was referencing. I liked that better in the second one, even though there were some things that I saw coming and like, I don't know, I feel like the ending was kind of shit and unresolved. All, that really annoyed me too, considering the fact that there was like a lot of buildup for it. Um, this book also suffers from a syndrome that I think a lot of the books on this podcast suffer from, which is like majority of the action takes place in the last 20% of the book. Whereas like, why didn't you just spread it out? And, you know, like, why are you building up to something and then not giving me a satisfying ending? It doesn't make any sense. Um, so yeah, so it started off really good and then ended up really bad. Um, so because the beginning was good for me, I gave it three stars. I wouldn't recommend this book because I think there are lots of other books that are better in terms of doing the dark humor, but I am willing to read another book by this author. I know this is a debut novel that definitely plays a part in, you know, developing a story, but I think I'd be looking forward to seeing more of this author's, um, books in the future. So yeah, Sarah. We are all waiting on the edge of our seats for your <laughs> spoiler-free review. <laughs> okay. Um, it's kind of hard to say. I'm, you know, kind of either one star or two stars. I was not a fan of this book. I think the concept of how that she thought up of in general was like interesting and you can definitely tell there was a lot of thought into it however like Harshini said I agree the family storyline is so much more interesting than the hell storyline uh in the hell storyline I literally was like oh my god I do not 
feel like reading this storyline because first of all hate all the characters in hell maybe they were meant to be unlikable but it was annoying to read second of all um everything about this book is super obvious there's no at least in my opinion there was no like wow that was really clever I didn't see that coming everything was a hundred percent expected and to the point where I got confused because I thought it was already known like I'm a little confused about some of the things that happened in the house storyline because I was like this is so obvious there's no way the main character doesn't know this and then he didn't know it and I don't know I was just like all over the place um and I don't know it just wasn't my vibe there was too much going on it was boring even though there was too much going on um yeah everything was expected and the humor really fell flat for me maybe all the jokes went over my head but I was like this is not my type of humor and not funny at all. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about all I got to say. Not my cup of tea. I wouldn't recommend it. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sorry, Pooja. I didn't recommend it either. So. <laughs> all righty. So now that we have hopefully gotten all of our spoiler-free thoughts out of the way, I think there's a lot of things that depend on the spoilers. So we shall move into the spoiler part of the podcast. So if you would like to read this book, although only one person, me, recommended it, <laughs> You can stop the podcast now and read the book and come back. Um, Or if not, we will spoil everything for you starting now. So who would like to spoil things? I I can go ahead. Oh, go (laughs) Wow, that was the first. (laughs) Yeah, Harshini never steps up. Oh yeah, but it's true. It's true. I'm not usually the spoiling person, but I will spoil the family (laughs) storyline. Someone else take the house story. Listen, I didn't pay enough attention, (laughs) so I can't be me. I mean, I'll try my best, but I found it hella confusing. So. Yeah, I was like, I was skimming. I was like, and I don't want to read this. <laughs> I can't believe you gave it three stars if you didn't like a whole half. The of beginning book. was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So let's let's get into the family storyline. So, um, I don't remember what characters Sarah said in this summary, but basically, the like main dad, his name is Silas. Um, and then the murder part um, happens with basically Silas's brother, Philip, um, was arrested and jailed for killing Sarah, who was a young woman at the time. And this was kind of when they were in high school. Yeah, high schoolish. Um, and yeah, we're like 
17. Yeah. 17, not like late high school. Um, and yeah, it turns out that Sarah um, was, so Lily is um, Silas's wife. But even though they were dating at the time, Sarah and Silas kind of had a thing. Philip, who was the brother, also liked Sarah. And basically it came out from like the trial and everything when Sarah was found dead that Philip killed Sarah. And shortly after, when he was in prison, Philip killed himself. So that was kind of like the background. And now... Silas and Lily are married. They have two kids, Mickey and Sean. And we follow like this storyline. Really, it centers around Nikki a lot in the beginning. Um, and she is like, you know, this like girl in high school. I think she's like early high school. And she has this friend, Ruth, that she makes friends with her in the beginning. And Ruth comes along with them on their like summer trip to their summer house. Um, and this is near where Sarah died. Um, and yeah, finds out blah, blah, blah. Lots of stuff happens. Give <laughs> it to the end where, oh, okay. Well, uh, one other piece of information is that Gavin, who is Sarah's brother, um, I totally thought he was her dad in the beginning. I don't know why, but then I like read that he was her brother and I was like, this makes a lot more sense with like how old people are. But Gavin and Lily are now having an affair and Lily's kind of like, it's kind of like a fuck you to Silas because she found out that Sarah and Silas were having an affair. Um... But anyways, so Gavin is there and Gavin, we find out at the end, is like, has like planted Ruth and Ga Ruth is actually Gavin's daughter. And like, this kind of makes sense because Ruth resembles Sarah a lot. And that's why like some of the characters are drawn to her. But yeah, then we find out that Gavin has like basically tried to get with Lily and like been making her fall in love with him because he wanted to like get back at Silas and he also tries to kill Mickey like gets Ruth actually to kill Mickey and then um yeah like tries to also like make Silas suffer not he's like I don't even want to kill you I just want to see you suffer and take away the most important person in your life which is Mickey because Silas and Mickey have this like great bond and all of this is because uh Gavin found out with this letter that Philip wrote that um basically he was the one to find Sarah but he did not actually kill her he was trying to help her but Silas and Sarah were like alone in the water at one point and he like Silas like accidentally makes her hit her head and then like leaves her there and so that Silas's actions were actually the cause of death and yeah once Gavin finds out he's obviously angry and does all this shit so that's kind of like the whole murder mystery storyline and it's like we're like finding out information slowly from um <laughs> the 
uh, we're finding out information slowly as we start to realize that like it doesn't really make sense that Philip killed Sarah, especially because Philip had this crush on her. But okay, that's all of that. And the other thing I can add to the whole storyline is that Pei is one, he was, I think, Silas's mom's father is what I was getting. Yeah, that's even older. Really? Yeah, maybe a generation older. We don't really find out. Like, that's like a murky detail. Yeah. Yeah, but he is a Harrison and he's trying to get this complete set of like Harrison's like I think generations to come back to life um but yeah he like gets attached to all of these characters or specifically Mickey and is like following all of this to try to get someone to and like ends up making a deal with Silas but yeah then there's like there's all this stuff like his process of doing that is like related to the looking glass and I think he's trying to like locate someone I don't know he was like just trying to like uh, even though he was like doing his job trying to like get to the this looking glass with which allows you to I think find anybody on earth and like talk to them or something um that's all I remember (laughs) The looking glass, he's not trying to find someone else. He's just trying to find, like, the whole thing is that Pei explains that you forget all the aspects about your human life when you're in hell. So he's just trying to remember his, like, what he did wrong. Or, like, yeah, he's trying to figure out what made him sell his soul. So when yeah. he gets out of hell, that he won't do that again. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, there's a new person who trans she like climbed all the levels of hell and her name's Cal and uh, uh this is like literally so hard to spoil I feel like it's so intricate basically they become kind of friends and then uh Pei is in charge of training Cal and with this training he gets access to the look or to the to the highest floor which is the sixth floor which has the looking glass which is the only reason why he agreed to um train Cal because she she in the beginning she gave off this innocent vibe and he fell for her and then he found out she's not that innocent <laughs> and then he was like I don't like her and so that's why he didn't want to train her but then he got access to the sixth floor with the looking glass but anyway then there's Cal has a history he can read her history like her file and basically she grew up with only a father because her mother died when she was like three and her father has some sort of weird religion like he's like the almighty and there's this or he's god and then there's this war and you have to between heaven and hell and you have to fight the i don't even know 
fight for heaven and then you can go to heaven and the only way you could be one of the warriors is if he like burns a key into you it's so stupid but <clears throat> anyway so this general her her dad is called general uh took in these like young boys i don't know like 13 or 14 maybe and had them fight to each other to the to the death and did all these mean things and then i guess the government child protections i don't know found the general and was like this is not okay so they shipped cal to all these foster homes and she got separated from the general and then uh I don't even know. She ends up in hell because she dies. And one thing the general was correct about is that you can't drink the water in hell because it makes you forget things. So she didn't drink the water. So she didn't forget her past life. And then she was, she climbed the ladder to the same floor, like the fifth floor with pay. And then there are, he's training her and then they go to this place um because someone requested i don't know help to sell her soul or something and they find this dude in this house with a bunch of young boys and they're like he's like uh i need to find someone and get something from him and I'll sell my soul and all the souls of these kids and they were like oh it was like a football coach that wronged them or something that's why they wanted to find him and then um they're like oh my god you get 15 souls and just one transaction we gotta do it but they were like how are we gonna find this dude that wronged them and so they're like they get permission to use the looking glass to find out who this guy is and then pays like manipulates it and and instead asks the looking glass um what he did wrong in his previous life and then it tells and then cal gets mad because he didn't ask the proper question anyway the guy they're finding is the general and she just wanted to find him to kill him. And then Pei stops her from killing him because he's like, I can fix things by selling the last soul he needs of the Harrison family, which is Silas. And he sold Silas's soul because to save Mickey, I think, or yeah. And uh, so then he has all the souls. So then he could go back in time to when he made the deal to sell his soul. And he didn't sell his soul. And instead, he found Cal when she was a young person and, like, took her in. And yeah, that's pretty much the end of it. <laughs> I feel like half <laughs> this podcast is spoiling the book. <laughs> but, I mean, there's, like, so much shit that happens. But it's, like... I feel like there's too much, like, like, one thing that bothered me in this book is there's too much, like, 
foreshadowing or like hinting at something that is like so glaringly obvious like for example they always nonstop said that Ruth looked like Sarah so obviously she is somehow related to Sarah and somehow trying to get back at them for killing Sarah and obviously the all these 13 year old 14 year old boys are the boys that the general used to like fight each other so obviously they're trying to find the general it's like just like super annoying like I hate when everything's so glaringly obvious it's like so boring like why am I even reading this book I figured it out in the first 10 pages it's annoying one star I have I have two things I have two things one is that I feel like there's a plot hole here where how can um Cal go and kill the general when she's been in hell for they say she's been in hell since like like yeah forever like for she, a long time but maybe been hell for hell a time, long time hell time might not be the same as human time they say like like it's like one century feels like one minute in hell which is like but like okay like the whole Wait, either way how he's been in hell for such a long time and he how has he been alive for that like she can go kill him that is like I was like plot hole which I was like after that I was like forget I'm not reading this (laughs) second okay maybe I don't know maybe it's been a while since I read a good mystery or what but I did not see Ruth being Gavin's daughter I was like huh I knew that really? Gavin was trying to make it's so Ruth. obvious though. It was not <laughs> obvious to me. I was just like, who is this Ruth? Why is she such a bitch? <laughs> but I didn't see that she was his daughter. I was just like, I don't know. Maybe she's like trying to, like I knew that she was trying to do something, but then I was like, is she a person from hell trying to like come back to earth, like went to earth to like fuck some shit up or something like that? Like I was like, is it one of those things where like, you know she's like trying to play some game with them or that sort of thing like is she not actually a person is like sarah coming from hell to like come fuck with them Wait, that's that, first of all that's another plot hole in the very beginning they said that the person that called them are the only people that could see them but when they went to the house with all those boys all the boys saw who they were I guess they were also selling their souls. Yeah, I think every, because he was like, how many souls do you need? All, what if we give all of our souls up? We'll sign all of them. That was the 15 souls. But But I I honestly, that, you know what also it felt like? It felt like that was like, uh, like a different story than Mm -hmm. the one that we're following. If you removed Cal's storyline from the thing and only focused on this, this would have been interesting enough. Yeah, but, but I don't think they could do that because- I mean, maybe, no, they, cause then there's like, there's no health storyline. What, what are you going to do? He went to the bar, had drinks. Like there's nothing. That no, they- I mean, he could like, he could like actively mess around with the Harrison family. Like I was thinking, like when I was thinking about what pay does, like, I was like, does he like add little things in to like fuck them up? Like to make them want to sign their soul away. Like, that's what I was thinking that his job would be <laughs> if he no. works in hell. <laughs> I don't know like what he did other than like watch them you know like I I also thought he would have 
some some role some active role in like trying to get them to sell their souls i feel like he was just observing the chaos that was already there <laughs> he was like i i feel like in the beginning i don't know if i'm remembering correctly but like he was just like talking about all the ca- like characters in the family and i was like it definitely seems like they're all bad people or something but i feel like yeah i also just was so <laughs> sick of the cal storyline i don't know i was like Ugh. yeah but it, it really didn't connect at all like other than being something for there to be in hell but yeah i feel like the author could have added some more to like um pay's relationship with the family and then i don't know made some more interesting things in the whole like figuring out the murder situation because I think it was also like not the whole way through but like once you got to a certain point you're like all right Silas killed Sarah like like Philip didn't kill Sarah so who else could it have been but I feel like the Ruth thing I also I I don't know Buja maybe you're like you're not seeing things but Sarah and I are seeing things so the tables have turned but I feel like it was just it seemed obvious to me that like she was related somehow to Sarah but I was like oh did Sarah maybe have like I guess this is impossible because she died right away but like have a secret kid or something and I was like oh maybe this is Silas and Sarah's secret kid but yeah I I don't know I think like also the beginning part I didn't really like the family as much but I don't know once I understood what was happening I was like okay but at first it was just like oh like Mickey and Ruth and like a lot of like kid stuff and I was like I don't know (laughs) this is not super interesting um yeah with the kid stuff I was thinking of the other book every summer after where I was like I hate reading about teenagers like having puberty thoughts you know like I don't need to read about 14 year old being like oh my god I want to have sex and I'm like this is this is not appropriate (laughs) like please wait you know you know what I made me uncomfortable fucking silas's descriptions of everything dude i was like what is wrong with that that's what i thought in the I thought in the book I was like he's like gonna have sex with the Ruth or something like that's I literally so thought it was gonna uncomfortable. happen. I literally thought that was gonna happen, and I was like, "Please, for the love of God, do not do that! Like, please, do not do that!" Because like he would just be like re- overly close with his kid, and I'd be like, "Okay, that's his kid, whatever." But then no, 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 like, no. But also, he was like, "Oh, this is like the same as as Lily when I she, like she looks like a Lily. She has all these features of Lily. This is dude. Like, he would like Lily describe when I fell her, in love body. With her, and I was like." hello he would literally describe her his own kid's body being like oh like look at her legs and I was like stop stop looking at your daughter's legs (laughs) I made a note of that where I was like um I don't like this Silas thing going on it's very uncomfortable (laughs) yeah it was like so weird to me and 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 it had no relation to the story at all so I was like what I mean maybe that she looked like Sarah and then you knew that she was related to Sarah but like you don't need to go in the detail like why is he like that shower scene where she's 
showering outdoors I was like I literally do not understand this the point of this shower scene at all like there's literally there was zero reason for that scene they could have just cut the whole thing and (laughs) it would be the exact same story yes they they could have honestly they could have cut everything about Silas going on about Ruth and it would have been the exact same story I don't know I kind of feel like it like and I don't know I think this was maybe obvious in other ways too but I feel like it was you had to like be unsure about Silas in some way like he had to seem like bad even though like it's like oh he's this doting like like father he just has a close relationship with Mickey and like I don't know I feel like you need some signs that he's like a questionable character and I think also it like brings up the whole like he was like really into Sarah for some reason you know like I mean I don't know they were having a thing right but it just kind of like brings back those feelings I do like it is uncomfortable to read but I feel like I like when characters are not great people like and especially in this book I was like looking for more of that but I feel like I don't know I mean I guess you could say Lily was also like ready to leave her husband for Gavin and stuff and like I don't know there were like questionable elements and all like all the characters but I I, I expected a little more for, of that actually because I felt like okay, this is a book about people who, like, this guy, Pei, is trying to get into, like, hell and, like, you know, sign a deal with them. And I I don't know, I kind of wish that other characters had a little more, like, because I think it is so disturbing to read about Silas, but I don't think anyone else compared. But I kind of wish that, like, other people were also bad. So it was kind of like Cal trying to, or sorry, Pei trying to, like, I don't know. I feel like him messing around with things or like trying to speed up the process would have, you know, been more interesting if there were multiple people who he could have like gotten to sign a deal. Yeah. The point that you raised about like, well, I mean, this guy is trying to get Silas to come to hell it, or like the the author made you believe that Silas could go to hell, you know, which I, I now that you frame it like that it makes sense that Silas is so shit (laughs) however I still thought like my other thing is that I didn't really like Ruth being like I I think like the author made it very clear that like you're not really supposed like you have to feel iffy about Ruth like from the beginning where like she comes across as like being like very good friend to Mickey and that sort of thing but then like you don't really understand why she would be friends with Mickey like there has to be something there and then like slowly slowly there like she does things first of all she was annoying as shit <laughs> like I don't know if it was the audiobook narrator for her voice or what but I was like I hate Ruth Bro, literally everyone so in annoyed. this book was annoying as shit no 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 but like in the audiobook narrator would like every time she did Ruth's voice she would like be like oh my god Mr. Harrison (laughs) shut up I get it she's supposed to be like 13 years old but like please stop talking but like Ruth was like I don't know then she does like some sort of like questionable things where she'll like there is like this one part where she's trying to like the most egregious I think is when she actively gets Mickey to do self-harm 
which I, then at that point I was like, well, I mean, that was like very late, but like, I was like, okay, so we're definitely not on Ruth's side. Like Ruth is supposed to be a bad person um, for like trying to convince Mickey to like do harm to herself and that sort of thing. But there was like this other part about like, I think there was like an eating thing where she like tells her to something about like pills or no, no, maybe it was like not eating or something. I don't know. There was something like that as well. Where it was like that, like unhealthy behaviors and like Ruth tries to get Mickey to do those type of things, but I didn't really understand what the point of that was if her end goal was to actually kill her. Like, I don't really know why she needed to do those type of things in between, but like, I think it was more to get insight into Ruth's character, whereas like she herself is dealing with a bunch of stuff. And part of that is like through her own father and like her other stuff. But yeah, it was just like, what crazy, but the other thing that I didn't like about this book is that Silas essentially gets away scot-free. Like there is really no justice for Sarah at the end of this book. And I was just like, well, okay. So she, I mean, it wasn't like, obviously, I mean, he's going to hell. (laughs) Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know what more you want, Buja. You want him to get arrested and then... No, yes, I wanted something to happen because, like, I wanted some, like, immediate effect, you know? I guess he is going to hell. Hmm. I mean, they're not going to arrest him. Okay, but the other thing is that since Silas, or since Pei's life has changed, Silas might not even be born. So I guess he might not even have done the thing. I mean, yeah, they said that he's not born yeah oh also he didn't even know that he killed sarah yeah he thought it was philip i mean obviously he's not a great person but at the same time he didn't even know he killed her yeah i feel like that was like the thing and i feel like that does make it more interesting because you're also like you know he sold his soul because I don't know if I said this in my spoiler part, but like to bring back Mickey who was dying or yeah, I think just like in the process of. No, but like Pei already saved her. So she wasn't actually going to die. Wait, no, you said the cells in her are dying or something. Yeah, but Pei like brings her up to the surface so that she won't like she she wasn't she wasn't like dying like I, because she Pei was dying she was doing he pay did something in between right and then cal was like you're not supposed yeah, to but he, I mean, he helped her but i think she was still dying because she swallowed a bunch of air i mean water or something yeah I'm, i remember being a little confused because i know like she came back and that's when lily was like oh my daughter is here and then she shot gavin but then when like si- when he was having the whole conversation with silas it was like it was like for say the purpose of saving Mickey was I feel like his part of the deal. Yeah, I did. The only I guess like I think that makes that makes sense. But the only thing that I was thought of was that like Pay also mentioned that sometimes like even if the person is like still alive, but the other people don't know, they don't really care anyway because they're just like I'll like still make the deal because it doesn't really matter. Because, like, so, like, there was, like, an example in the beginning where, like, the girl got into Stanford, but she didn't want to check before giving, signing her life away. 
And then he was just like, well, I'm not going to change anything. I'm just fine. I'll just, <laughs> because I just want her to sign anyway. So I thought it was one of those things where it's like, he knew that Mickey would still be alive, but wanted Silas to sign anyway. But I also think that like, Mickey was clearly under having some problems. So maybe she was dying. But yeah, I remember he said something about the cells in her are dying or something. Like the that. Cells. that makes sense. That makes sense. She did almost drown. Because of yeah, that. She definitely went through it. Yeah. Poor kid. Honestly, Mickey was the least. Mickey and her brother, I feel like, were like the most normal. <laughs> they they were like relatively likable, I think. Yeah. Hmm. Relatively. Relatively. But yeah, I, I didn't really like her brother. Yeah, or, I mean, but I of the people in this book, they're the most likable. Yeah, I mean, Lily was having an affair, so I didn't like her. <laughs> but then I was also like, once you figure find out how creepy Silas is, you're like, all right, fine, I don't mind this affair. But then you find out with that guy, and then you're just like, oh, that guy is like, he's using her. You know, he's using her. Yeah. Mm. I, I had this other I had another thought um okay so I'm gonna say I um so I know you guys didn't like the hell chapters but in the beginning I really did like the hell chapters because I don't know why I just liked pay for some reason he was just so I don't know he was just like kind of funny and like he was like talking about like the way that they framed hell at least in this book is that it's like an office like a standard like office where like you have a manager and you're just like working at your cubicle and whatever and it's like really annoying and like he's just like describing this and he's just like yeah everyone sucks and all that sort of stuff and like I don't know he was just like talking I didn't really understand the club thing like when they went to this club and then like Cal started like doing like being like a crazy party person at this club and then like Pei was like really surprised I think that's when I was like I don't really understand what's going on here but yeah I didn't really there were like certain aspects where I was like I didn't really understand and then as soon as like the general chapters started coming then I transitioned from not liking from liking the hell chapters to not liking the hell chapters and then moving into liking the Harrisons but I also felt like the Harrisons chapters were very close to the every summer after book that we read and I was like I don't really like reading about teenagers. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever like reading about teenagers where I'm just like, they're just so annoying. <laughs> you rated that one book really high where that guy was problematic. So you won. Oh, the gold diggers one. I still yeah. can't believe you like that one. That one, I don't know. That one was just funny. Like the you we were we were reading about like in that one I remember we were reading about like 88 teenage boys and like they were meant to be stupid and this one or like in every summer after you're reading about like these teenagers having sex with each other all the time which I'm just like oh, god <laughs> can you relax and then in this book all they wanted to do was have sex with each other again and I was like oh my god the whole thing where like Ruth is like low-key in love with Mickey or Mickey's low-key in love with Ruth I thought that would be explored more but that was like completely no turns out Ruth wants to murder Mickey like, you had to do it for her dad but then she was actually like oh I like these people um after she pushes her into the water and almost kills her well it, it, it was her dad 
<laughs> her dad made her do it. She didn't want to do it. She didn't even complete the kill. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah. She No, because then it's like parallels where like the general wants like Cal to like do shit in the same similar situation where Gavin wants Ruth to do shit. Yeah, but actually, Cal did kill a lot of people. Yeah. Okay, you know what I don't understand? What were all those burn things where she was like, oh, like, your skin doesn't do this? That's why I kept thinking that she wasn't a person. Like, I thought she was, like, someone sent from somewhere else to do something. You know, I don't know. I just thought, like, there was, like... It was from the lower levels. From what I understand, it's from the lower levels because she refused to drink the water because she didn't want to forget. So her skin got burned? Yeah, they burned her, so she drank the water. And she still didn't? No, because she then will forget. She's hardcore, because she wants to murder her dad after she's in hell. Which I still don't understand if she's in hell for so long. How can she do that? But, you know, plot hole. How can she do what? How can her dad live for so long no. if he was an There's old man? There's also that thing where they said they can't really move or touch bodies. So how do you kill someone? I know doesn't really make a lot of sense there that I, I don't know honestly I felt like the author like wrote out the Harrison story and then I don't know decided to write a different book and then decided to combine them too well yeah I feel like maybe the author was like I need more in this hell part and then just added that whole side story yeah which I was like okay you could have literally been like make it more like a thing between like Pei and Cal become like a team trying to solve this shit or trying to figure out a way to get out of they could have literally made the storyline them trying to figure out a way to get out of hell and then realizing like oh this is the way that we can and then actively doing something with the Harrisons like they could have done that yeah also like their whole like the thing with like oh my god I love New Hampshire and like this like you know this like family house I'm like what are all, all these people and their second houses like what is this <laughs> their family vacation homes like and Ed, that's why it reminded me of every summer after because even that family had a second like vacation home and I was like, like oh my god these people with their vacation homes they're rich yeah i mean technically they didn't pay for it it was just handed down Mm. yeah they inherited it they inherited i never figured out what silas and lily do for a living yeah i don't know what they literally (laughs) said lily curates museum that was handed down to her she curates museums (laughs) or she has an art museum or something like an art gallery and then owns an art museum it was handed down to her because her parents died. Okay. <laughs> Bro, how do you miss that whole point? No, I was just like, I just remember like she like had a child when she was like 18 years old and then decided to get no, married. In, the, to in the first chapter, he was like, uh, Lily spends all this time at this art gallery, even though the he- person in charge had it running fine without Lily. So she oh. really didn't and Sarah you're like oh I don't really remember much about this book no I remember everything and I remember that it was a shit book (laughs) (laughs) I just like I feel like 
there was so much potential in the concept yeah and it kind of missed the mark and it makes me a little upset because I could have read a really good book and instead I read not great book yeah honestly like I think I think that was what was disappointing for me as well where I was like I in concept in theory this book sounds great like which is why I chose it because I was like it's funny and the guy works in hell like yes that's what I want and then it did not like did deliver honestly if Cal as a plot was removed from this book I think I would have liked it more like you don't even need Cal yeah, Cal was hella annoying. Yeah, I don't really I, like I mean, I do agree there needs to be a little something in Hal, like some storyline, but you could have had a different one instead of that one, which was confusing. I mean, how did he not get that all those children were the general's children? Like, it's glaringly obvious. Honestly, I didn't read it that closely to be find it glaringly obvious. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what well, these kids. I what found football it glaringly team? obvious and annoying that he didn't realize. That. Literally, I was like, "What football team are you talking about? Like, why are we here? Why do we need to have a football team?" <laughs> like, yeah, it's like the people are in the middle of nowhere. What do you mean a football team in yeah, Georgia? Like, why do you need to sell your soul to get revenge on a football team coach? Like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> they should have yeah. thought like me. Should have been like, no, Paige should have thought like you and said he thought like me. Wait, you should have came up to that as well. If you're like, what are these random kids? Dude, I didn't even realize Ruth was Gavin's daughter. I was literally, I was like shocked. I was like, really? This book was made for you, but not for me. <laughs> I literally wasn't even like- They when, said when, it like literally 20 billion times. I know, exactly I know. Like That's what I thought I literally was like okay maybe they're gonna pull a twist on me and it's Sarah came from hell to wreak havoc on these people no in no way did they ever ever give that as an option as that could happen no I just I was just like thinking like maybe it could happen I was like maybe like she's like you know maybe they're gonna do some sort of weird twist or something like that I was like really hoping for some sort of weird twist where like something from hell intersects with the Harrison's family other than pay the other thing is that I actually was really surprised when pay revealed that he was a member of the Harrison family and I was like oh oh that's the connection that's why he's interested in the family because he's part of this family I was not seeing that either honestly I kind of was reading this book like just like not even paying attention I was just like (laughs) (laughs) literally that was so obvious when when he was like when he was like talking about his bunk mate See, I was like cutting carrots while listening to the audiobook. Okay, I really was not like. Okay, maybe if I listened to the audiobook, I would also be confused because I pay less attention in audiobooks. But I don't know. For me, because I read it basically in two days or maybe one day, like today mainly, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) this is. So annoying that I have to read the same thing to get the same clues when I already know what's happening. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should reread the book. Well, she should actually. (laughs) 
No need. The then other you can understand my pain. Listen, I wasted an audible credit reading this book, okay? I will never get that credit back. Oh my God. So dramatic, guys. You know what? Kind of read the bad books too. And I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, I I do think it's a three star, but it's not a four star. It's a three. But it's a three. But I do think there were some interesting aspects. And <laughs> if you just skip through some of the chapters, you'll be happier. So. That's another thing. Why I need what well, first of all, if I was given a file on someone like Cal and I had the relationship that Pei had with Cal, I feel like I would read that whole thing front to back right there. Yes. And he's like, he just stops in the middle. I'm like, busy. <laughs> no, he's not. He's literally not. His job is like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah. I was and, like, and I like, was really confused a... as to why he wouldn't read it so fast. I was like, dude, like, increase your reading speed. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah, literally took five minutes. Oh my God. And yeah. also, I don't understand what kind of files they have in hell because, first of all, I feel like a background file on a person would not read like that. And second of all, why are they telling the backstory of the general in her file? I mean, they need to explain the context, right? Like her entire life was around this one dude, which I still, I genuinely am still surprised as to this is the direction the author decided to take. Like this, if, if you read the chapters of the Harrison family and how fucking like stupidly light it is compared to this, <laughs> I'm just like... I it's like reading two different books in one book. That's what it feels. Yeah, it was quite the roller coaster. It was like getting like whiplash. Like the even like listening to the because like I listened to the audiobook for most of the first half and then the second half. Like I was like just skimming because I was like I don't want to read this general chapters anymore. That I was like like skipping through the book part. That's when you like, missed all the clues. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't care for the clues. <laughs> Like, this is so dull. I don't want to need to read about this. You know what? Next time, I'm just going to skim. I just can't do it. Personally, I feel, like, guilty. I'm like, what if I just miss something super important that helps me solve the whole thing? Even though I already solved everything that happened in the book. Like, what if? What if there's a key detail that tells me that there's a twist? Mm. I mean, that's fair. I've, I've done that where, like... But like, if I'm getting bored, I will skim. And I was getting bored. You know, okay, this is unrelated to anything, but I have a note about this where I was just like, the whole Jägermeister being served in hell. <laughs> I actually thought that was hilarious because I'm like, Jägermeister is disgusting and it should be served in hell. Yeah, no, that was the only part about the whole hell setup that I was like, haha, that's funny. Yeah, it's like yeah, Jägermeister and much- beer. Especially because I remember in undergrad when you were like, yeah, let's get Jägermeister. And I was like, dude, that's literally so garbage. We're not getting Jägermeister. And you're like, we're getting Jägermeister. And then we got it. And it was literally 
so gross. I needed to taste it with, by myself. I needed to know if it was actually shit or not. Like the whole thing in my apartment. <laughs> I was like, I don't need this anymore here. It's for you. When they, yeah, when they said that, I remember that story. I was like, huh? Pooja, Pooja put me through hell that one time. Oh my God. You know what? Okay, you know what I understand? Yeager is like actually like expensive like they could have done like shit vodka or you know something like that where it's like actual like 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 tastes like dishwasher cleaner <laughs> but they didn't they chose Jägermeister Jägermeister is gross but I loved how it was literally like the only thing served in hell are beer and Jägermeister and I was like that would be my hell <laughs> because I don't like either of them yeah and they were like the guy like you pay at some point was like oh this miller light is so good and i was like ew what are you talking about <laughs> i like that i thought i thought that was hilarious actually because yeah like, i was sad that was the only funny thing i laughed at and that's literally only because of that undergrad story <laughs> If you didn't have that context, it wouldn't be that funny. No. What if you actually did like Jägermeister? Then you'd be like, I don't understand what's wrong here. I'm sure there are people, but they're rare. I feel like they get all their sales from people like Pooja. What? Who read the first sentence and are like, I'd buy this book. No, no, no. Jägermeister gets all their sales from people that, like you that are like, I want to try this. I was like, why does everyone not like this? Let me buy it and see. <laughs> yeah. I've literally never heard of a single person that liked the alcohol. I've heard people who are like ambivalent to it, who are just like, eh, I don't really, it's like whatever, that sort of thing. But I've never seen but anyone those people are not exclusively gonna... drink Jägermeister. Yeah, who is making up Jägermeister sales? Because if you don't have a preference either way, that's not the alcohol you're going to choose at the alcohol store. But what if it's like, if like a really good drink is made with Jägermeister though? Like maybe you can't taste it. But it like I don't know like are there popular drinks that are made with this alcohol? I I don't I barely know the recipe to any drink. I'm sure there is. I'm one. sure there is somewhere. But I yeah. feel like there are people who don't really care, and like that's why. But if they do, like if I meet someone and they're like, yeah, I don't really mind drinking Jägermeister, I'll be like red flag. Yeah, that is a big red flag. <laughs> a big red flag. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you feel ambivalent about this alcohol? No, <laughs> we can't be friends. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, they're not my kind of people if they like that. Anyway, glad glad we had that discussion. <laughs> yeah, glad we're all on the same page. Glad we're on the same page. Do you guys have any other thoughts about this Mm, no I think I got all the thoughts that I wrote down off my off my chest nice, nice. all right well I guess that brings us to the end of season four episode seven where we talked about and kind of mostly complained about the book sign here um so next week I really hope that doesn't continue, but 
I I have a strong feeling this streak of complaining will continue. Don't be let's keep the streak alive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this this whole season is just gonna be books we hate. Oh, that's the theme of this season. Wait, Sarah, (laughs) next book you have to choose. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna choose love theoretically. <laughs> it didn't come out yet. <laughs> Damn it. It'll come out like in a couple months, I think. But yeah. <laughs> but keep it on your radar. In June. I literally said that because I was like, oh, you guys know there's a third one coming out. I you bet you best guarantee I'm picking this for the podcast. <laughs> it's even worse because they're physicists i know it looks it looks not good like (laughs) it looks i'm not uh uh, no also it has something to do with mit and i'm just like oh (laughs) are these people gonna be at mit doing this shit (laughs) for content okay but it's interesting because it says um that the Elsie, I guess her name is, yeah, makes up for a non-existent paycheck by offering her services as a fake girlfriend. Mm. Ooh, that's an interesting plot. Okay, but it says like the guy Jack Smith, which what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's like the most uncreative name you could like ever come up person. With. You might as well just say John Smith. Wait, what is? Jack is the is like a short of John, like it's like a casual of John. John Which makes, oh, John Doe is the one that we okay. Sorry. Yeah, literally, John Doe means a guy, <laughs> but it's the annoyingly attractive and broody older brother of her favorite client, right? And like now he's on the hiring committee at MIT, right between Elsie and her dream job. Is she gonna be a fake girlfriend to the guy who's on her hiring committee? No, it says she's the, he's the older brother. No, it says she, Jack, who now sits on the hiring committee at MIT, right between Elsie and her dream job. She's going to sleep with the hiring committee, Sarah. What the hell? You know what? The morals of these books, that checks out. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. You had a PhD student dating a professor in the first one. In the second one, I don't really understand what was going on. That because I mean we all know that we hate it. <laughs> and this one now she's gonna sleep with her um hiring committee. Great. No, I uh I love that for her. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to read it. Yeah. Um hmm. I can wait to read it. <laughs> I, just, I can wait a long time. <laughs> no, just wanted to put that on your radar, though. That's why I sent it to you. Um. Anyway, Harshi, what are we reading next week? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, for context, everyone, that was a detour in the conversation. As I was saying, <laughs> we are going to be reading the last one by Alexandra Oliva. I don't know how you say her last name, but I picked this book selfishly because I wanted to read it and I don't keep Sarah and Pooja's 
preferences in mind when I pick books. I just pick books I want to read. Sorry. <laughs> I can tell. But you know what? At I least just... I make an effort. <laughs> Even if you guys don't like it, at least I make an effort. <laughs> I, you know, to be fair, I don't make an effort either. <laughs> I just pick the romance books that I, I love. Know, right? Like you, we know we're going to hate this book and you yeah. make it when it comes out. But no, I feel like the this book, basically, two reasons why I picked it were one, this like academic skills person tutor put it in his slides. And I was like, wow, someone else is giving me book recommendations. And this one, the description was like, she's on this survivor style reality show. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> I want to read about that. But yeah, she's on this reality show and things got, go kind of wrong. And it's like, what is reality and what is like the show? No, oh my God. Oh, I can't. If someone was like, name a description of a book that you will absolutely loathe, everything you just said there would be in that description. I love Sarah. <laughs> the entire description of whatever this love book is the next book in the love hypothesis <laughs> is exactly what I would say so this is early payback for you <laughs> payback for you picking the second book after you hated the first yeah and also whatever shit show that was last week with it starts oh, yeah. with us yeah so hey that was not that bad of a book okay <laughs> <laughs> I you know I kind of like, I don't remember what I read. <laughs> so I'm just going to shut up. <laughs> okay, wait, but we we didn't like Love on the Brain so much that we talked about it for two podcasts. <laughs> Not even the one that it was on. We talked about it again. That's how much but we I think like Love on the Brain. it's important to be in touch with what other people like. Yeah, this book has a four point something rating already. Which one? Love theoretically. Oh my god, I read that. I read one of the reviews on Goodreads. They were like, I didn't read it, but based on the synopsis, this book is shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is my type of person. (laughs) Like it's so unimaginative. It's the exact same story as the past two books. And yes, you're right. And that's exactly why we're gonna read it. Yeah. You know what? I am curious though. Out of curiosity, I'll read it. But Harshni's pick for next week, I am um absolutely not curious. But you know what? I'll give it a listen because on this podcast, we are the useless doctors and we go out of our comfort zone to read books. I don't want to read another romance. <laughs> <laughs> okay Arshadi, we go out of our comfort zone listen I'll I'll read your shit love a theoretically book and I'll also read whatever this book the last one I'll read it also because I read The Martian even though I would never have picked that up ever and I realized yeah. I didn't like that kind of book anyway so I was I knew my taste but listen, I think you might you don't want to keep your expectations low and make they are on the ground they are in hell right now (laughs) so no worries there okay i'll go in i'll go in with an open mind harshly i'll give this book i'll go in sarah will not but puja will (laughs) 
And then Pooja Bowl 2 is a good thing. I already rated okay. one star. Listen, if you guys are going to sabotage this podcast by choosing books that maybe the other people won't like, I too, for my next choice, will no, actively choose okay, a book. Let's rewind this. Let's not do this anymore. I Please. will choose a book that is a romantic horror. <laughs> no okay i'm only picking love theoretically because we're on a roll in this series meme yeah it's for the it's for the labs we'll have fun making fun of it i guess we will next week too unless (laughs) unless unless in a twist of events sarah actually likes love theoretically or in a twist of events likes the book for next week also uh yeah. yeah that is possible we, we will see yeah we'll see. We'll see. but i'd be curious i'm curious to know what uh sarah will think <laughs> it would be funny if we both like it and harshly hates it that would be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> yeah harshly would be like i had high expectations for the survivor book <laughs> why did are higher so i am more likely to get disappointed but you know what it's okay It'll be fine. But yeah. <laughs> See you next week with this book. The last one. Bye. 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 Bye.